Should we make a podcast about that? Boom! Yeah, we will. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Freddy's World. Got my guy here. We've been trying to get him for a minute. Actor, fighter, tech guy. Yes, sir. He's got his own streaming services too, baby. Yeah, Give yeah. it up <laughs> for Floyd Hitman Hodges. <laughs> champ is here, people. Champ is here. The champ is here. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. let's go ahead and jump right in. Um, got the fight coming up. Yeah, yeah. Fight is coming up uh, May 8th here at the uh, Medina Ballroom, actually, in uh, Medina, Minnesota. Um, starts at 4.30. Uh, you get tickets to me, or you can go to uh, Eventbrite and uh, look up Mother's Day Malay, because that's the name of the event. Um, now it is the day before Mother's Day, so keep that in mind. But um, but yeah, but no, go there, get tickets to me or there, and uh, yeah, no, get you hooked up. VIP seating, general admission, or even cage side. So. And how much are the tickets going for, man? Let these people know. Oh yeah, so uh, cage side is going for seventy five dollars. Uh, VIP seating is fifty dollars. Uh, general admission is forty. Okay. Uh, yep, I will be there. I'll make sure I'm heard again, like your last fight. No, definitely, definitely. <laughs> you know, it's good energy, good energy having Freddie there. It's always good to have somebody I'm close to there to support. Nice to see good faces. Always, man. Yeah. So, what made you? What made you get into the whole MMA thing? Because I, because a lot of these people probably don't know you as long as I have. Yeah. So I know you were starting off in Wisconsin. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, no. So I started off fighting in uh, Wisconsin. The hell, I probably was like. 16 when I at first even entertained uh, the idea of fighting and going to kickboxing practice and stuff. And um, I just went to practice a couple different times with my cousin because he was a kickboxer. But I played uh, high school sports, football, wrestling, track. So that kept me busy. Um, but in off seasons, uh, I would go to uh, practice just to stay in shape that way. Um, after high school in uh, 2006, the year after I graduated. Uh, so um, I was 05, the year after 06. Um, that's when I actually started competing. And uh, kickboxing, and then from there, took went into MMA a year later, and then from there, I don't know, stuff just started blowing up or whatever. I had, I was just in it to actually stay fit. I didn't actually have like real aspirations to like be a big time person, but I ended up being on the reality TV shows, uh, fought on pay per view a couple different times, uh, fought a couple UFC veterans and stuff. So um, yeah, so I actually done some big things uh, with it since I since I got into it. So. Yeah, and I know um you took a you took a break for a while. You were going for like, what nine years? Yeah, eight years. Eight actually. years. Yeah, yeah, eight years. Uh, uh, probably close to nine, but yeah, no, it was uh eight years. I was gone for. I think it was uh 2013. Was okay. My, uh, last fight, and um yeah, I just uh, had to hang it up for a little bit. Uh, just personal life was just crazy. Uh, training wasn't going well either, so started taking a couple losses I shouldn't have. Uh, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to hang this up. If things able to revisit itself in the future, then I get back in. Um, but I just made uh, more of a priority for me uh, pushing myself as an IT professional and being established that way. Uh, yeah. So, but um, now here we are, 2020, 2021, things have opened itself up for me to be able to get back in. So here I am back at it. Uh, see how many more years I got left in it and uh, go from there. So. And, and my man is cut like an action figure, man. Just <laughs> straight cut, man. Yeah, just. yeah. So just straight up, man. If you have yeah. not seen this dude in the ring, like I said, I had the pleasure to seeing him on his last fight. I was screaming, you know, y'all probably <laughs> saw the video, you know, we yeah. was there to support the guy and you, you, you're, you have the fastest fucking hands. Dog. Yeah. Like, no. And it's crazy too. Like everybody else that was there, people who knew me from fighting back eight years ago and stuff, uh, been around, followed me and stuff without, and, uh, uh, a lot of them that said uh, it, it didn't seem like I missed the beat really uh, yeah. too much. So that was good to hear. Um, I know with myself looking at some things, there's some things I know I probably could have did that a little better. But mm -hmm. again, been off eight years, so you expect yeah. some things 
for not to go all the way that I think they should go anyway. But, um, but yeah, but here we are going into the second fight back in the, this eight years and those things that I think I need to tighten up anyway or adjust. Yeah. We've been working on that. So yeah, like I said, I went to that to that was to, I don't want to say exhibit. Was it more like an exhibition? No, no, it was a uh, yeah, it was a uh, full out. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, exhibition. And I just gotta say, you smoked that dude's boots, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, he got it. That boy got his boots yeah. smoked. Now we'll say with that opponent, that wasn't the original opponent I was okay. supposed to fight though. So that's okay. probably the reason why you thought it was kind okay. of big. So uh, the original, uh, my original opponent, uh, Desi Johnson. I don't know why he was over in Canada, but he went back over the border and uh, couldn't get back to the U.S. because of COVID reasons and restrictions that way. But um, but yeah, so um, there was someone else who was able to fill in, fill in that spot. He was actually a bigger guy. He actually came in at a one eighty. Actually, mm-hmm. I weighed in at one fifty three because the fight was supposed to be at one fifty five against the uh, other opponent. Um, but obviously, as Freddie was able to see here, I was able to take care of that yeah yeah no nah, he didn't take he smoked he smoked dude's boots yeah. <laughs> Straight up. he smoked his boots yeah. man yeah. i was like god <laughs> damn. and i said by that that your opponent's like grandma or something yeah and i was just like no fucks given i'm rooting floyd on while i'm sitting right next to dude's grandma dog. Yeah. like like i don't know you bitch yeah. <laughs> hell yeah I actually feel sorry for him a little bit afterwards. I actually, uh, I actually took him out to some after parties and stuff. So we hung out and had a good time that way. I lifted his spirits. I guess. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he uh, needed a spirits lift, man. Yeah. He lifted his ass, dog, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but that's normal, uh, normal uh, standard protocol, I guess. I guess yeah. you could say for me when it comes to uh, my fights. Uh, most fights I end up winning in the first round within the first couple minutes. So, I mean, I wasn't surprised at the result. It was standard fashion for me. They don't call me the hitman for no reason. So, Facts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, also, I want to touch on because you've been doing a lot of movies lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, yeah. So, I've been in a couple of different films, uh, uh, a couple full and a couple short films. Uh, one of my friends, Russell Johnson, um, he's real deep into the uh, – Twin Cities uh, Film Festival uh, network uh, okay. that way. So um, I just went out to a couple of their events uh, some years back, and I just started hanging around these guys. And now all of a sudden, I'm in a couple uh, films that they've been producing. Okay, so. and, they, and name some some of the movies, man, right. that you've been in. So a Dark Cloud uh, was one of the first ones I was in. Was that the first one? Yeah, Dark Cloud was the first one I was in. That was uh, full length. That's still in post production. I'm still confused actually on what the holdup is exactly on that but uh alexis gabriel uh if anybody out here with kids and things are probably familiar with that name maybe because uh she's on a lot of D- disney uh, tv shows and stuff uh that uh, so um so it's probably a familiar name familiar face that way um that one was a, a sci-fi time travel uh a film right there um and then uh some of the other ones uh hell what was the other ones the uh uh Hell, how? <laughs> right. That was the second one I was in. That was a short film. That was the second one I was in. I played a, uh, I was a uh, counselor, but it was basically a judge, really. But it's a counselor. There's a premise on that one. It was uh, set in the future. Um, you have to be uh, licensed to uh, have kids and uh, babies and stuff like that. So um, if you weren't a uh, 
someone who's producing and giving back and able to contribute to society, you're not going to get prices to have a baby, which honestly, I think that should be a thing anyway. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of people out here who's having kids who shouldn't be having kids. Oh, that's facts. Some people need to keep their goddamn legs closed. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I just don't believe in intentionally and purposely having kids just to be raised by the government, but that's a whole different... Yeah, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole different show. <laughs> but no, that's what the movie was about. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I was in that one. And then, uh, um, uh, what was the, uh, other one, the, uh, the mind is a terrible thing to date. Okay. Um, that one hasn't been released yet. Uh, one of the other ones was The, the Saving. That was actually a, uh, a martial arts film. I actually played a local police officer in, uh, that one. Um, it was actually funny with that film um, because like a almost a year before COVID happened. So one of the scenes I was in, uh, we came in, did a drug bust, uh, uh, killed everybody. <laughs> and, uh, and it was in the factory and the factory we were in was full of toilet paper or whatever. So it was funny. So when COVID happened, obviously we had the toilet paper yeah. shenanigans going on because of that. Uh, the producer had uh, put together a like a news clip looked like it came from cnn with us when we came in and we were by the toilet paper and just made a joke of it saying we're protecting the toilet paper <laughs> so, yeah. so that was funny that way but uh yeah no the same that was a uh, that was a martial arts film been uh talking to that director okay. staying close with him uh to get in on one of his future projects in that actual uh fighting role okay so which would be fitting given yeah what i did you a fight yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm in the i'm in the process of writing my movie too man you know yeah, oh, okay. yeah i'm trying to write a good black porno man because okay. you know black pornos are sad man so yeah, yeah. so anybody that's looking for work you know i'm almost done i wrote the script like on a napkin yeah yeah you know? <laughs> it's called right. black socks and afros yeah, yeah. yeah black socks and afros, that's a good title yeah black yeah. socks and afros yeah. with a bunch of white women yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's standard protocol. Standard, standard protocol. protocol. <laughs> Interracial porn, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll be home in the boom, Mike. I don't yeah. need to be acting, you know. <laughs> Might be in the shot with my dick out. I don't know. Just let like, the homeboys come in. So yeah. yeah. Let me see what she look like. <laughs> I, I, I got to get money first before I fuck her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, but no, that's some of the stuff I've been up to uh, right there. Um, yeah, then even just with work, uh, the IT professional, uh, I've uh, that's in, like I said, in 2013, that's when I really started um, uh, kicking things into gear, get, getting myself solidified that way. And uh, it's crazy even with that, just because it's the mountains and milestones that I've uh, crossed as a professional within the IT industry and working for some of the companies I have. Um, hell, if you would ask me five or, or even eight years ago, that would I have climbed these type of mountains? Uh, I would have wouldn't have believed you, but <laughs> but uh, but that's just what happens, I guess, when you just uh, put yourself in positions to win. Um, a lot of times, when you're moving through life and uh, trying to figure things out, not all the time do you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to make sure whatever next move you're doing is just the best one you can make for that time, and then just keep going from there. Sometimes it's all, that's all you can do, and uh, that's just basically how I, how I operate it. Um, that way. So how do some of your IT professionals feel about well, do they know that you in the cage? Yeah, the so, hitman or like <laughs> at first I didn't used to tell anybody about it uh at work. I don't know why. Somebody I don't know, somebody caught wind some type of way, and then one of the other guys they just started talking about it to everyone. So then everyone started asking me questions, so now everybody knows. But I don't know. I just kind of and this was before I decided to even 
get back in again. Like, I don't know why. I just always try to suppress me being a fighter and not talk about it to people. I don't know why. I, I really don't. Still trying to figure that out uh, myself. Whatever. I think that probably more so just because I've just had a lot of phony people around in my life. And I think I just like people that I do meet, I want them to just be interested in me because of me, not because of what I do or used to do. Or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's probably the reason why I never mentioned fighting too much, whatever. But yeah. Now, if y'all, you guys also didn't know, he has his own streaming service, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I have this uh, streaming service. Uh, if you, you go to www.elite-stream.com. Go there, sign up. I see you come in. I activate your profile, get a free trial. You, uh, you'll like what I have to have uh, have the display on there. So I'll just say that much. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. Go ahead and sign up. This he's got everything. I'm even yeah. signing up tonight. I haven't even signed up. Yeah, he has, I know. he's one of the one of the number one people who should have been on there. Okay? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to it's, save you money now. I'm trying to save I know. You it's, it's <laughs> CP time. CP time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, go on ahead and download it. Download it. Check it out. Get a free trial. You know. Yeah, yeah. This man can put all, any movie on there, pretty anything, much. Any you know? TV shows, anything, regardless of the uh, uh, era came out. Hell, could be something in 1903. Doesn't matter. Whatever yeah. you, you wanted, I can get it. So yeah, he, he even gets some pornos on there for you. Free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need that too. So www.elite-stream.com. So check that out. Too. So there we go, man. Yeah, yeah. So Dream.com. Check it out, people. Yeah, yeah. Download it. Mm-hmm. Come check them out at the fights. Is there is there gonna be an after party? Yeah, actually. So even talking about that, um, there's gonna be a pre party as well. Okay. Oh yeah. Pre and after. So. Okay. Where where's these where's these parties <laughs> popping off? Because we all want to know, man. All right. So if you guys have heard of the Hemingway Social, um, I'm a member there. So, um, at any rate, um, uh, we're meeting there at the Hemingway at two o'clock. Uh, I have a limousine uh, coming to pick us up at uh, 4, head over to the fights. At, uh, we'll be there by 4.30. Event starts at 5. I probably won't be at the Hemiway myself until about 3, just because I'm going to be at the event first just to feel things out, get my mind right that way, then come over to the Hemiway, then ride to the limo to the event with everyone. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards, take the limo back to the Hemiway, uh, open bar. Uh, probably going to do a $10, $10 cover. Might be free. I don't know. But in either case, regardless if we did the $10 cover or it might be free, in either case, it's going to be open bar regardless. So uh, before and after. Um, there would be no cover to come to the pre-party. So, But okay. as far as the after party is concerned, um, it may or may not be $10 cover, but in either case, it will be open bar okay. uh, for the whole night. And we, since we are a private social club, not an actual bar we were able to stay open 24 hours seven days a week awesome. actually so yeah so well it could get pretty crazy hey well I, i'm definitely gonna be there even though i don't drink anymore almost three months sober man so keep yeah. that ginger oh. ale on deck oh, yeah, yeah. Keep that so we do ale. have a lot of that we do have a lot of that's that. cool man yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i definitely want to be at that after party man yeah, so yeah. you see things pop off and come celebrate your win i'm guaranteed a w oh yeah no w definitely, definitely. first round yeah no, they definitely will be. Definitely. Two minutes, 35 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. I actually estimate this one probably being two minutes, 45 seconds, actually. Okay. okay. 45, 35. <laughs> we get that. We get that, baby. Yeah. We get that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's going to be a good one. Uh, just even just the support, even just going into the first fight that I had, it was, uh, um, yeah, a lot of people came out. A lot of people that I didn't think would or cared or or. But yeah, any of that or whatever. So I was actually just taken back by the amount of support that I've even had going. To yeah, I think you had one of like the biggest crowd of anybody there that was that was fighting, man. Like, yeah, we, yeah. we was deep. Yeah, 
and it's crazy too, being that I'm not from Minnesota specifically. I've been here since 2012. So, uh, yeah. So just yeah, and and I've been out a lot since 2012, just yeah. networking and talking to people. So it's not too surprising, but just not being from here and being able to draw that type of attention, I guess I was just taking back myself, I guess. Yeah, like I said, we was deep. You had a click bigger than Wu-Tang up in that yeah. mall. <laughs> we was up there like, we wish a, we wish a motherfucker would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, I expect the same, if not bigger, going to this next one for sure. Uh, uh, a lot of different other areas that I've been able to tap into, so drawing mm-hmm. in a lot of other people that way. A lot of different sponsors I have now that I didn't have the first go around either. So yeah. speaking of sponsors, I want to give a shout out to Hemingway Social. That is one of my sponsors there. Yeah. Uh, Private Social Club, uh, another sponsor, Uptown Curl. Don't know if you guys are free with that. They do have a couple locations. I believe Maple Grove, they're opening up a new location out there within the next month okay. or two. So uh, check them out as well. And uh, Gold Star Mortgage. Uh, okay. Check them out as well. So, okay. And Freddy's World Podcast. We're sponsoring Floyd as yeah, well, yeah. baby. Freddy is sponsoring as well. Yep, yeah, yep. Freddy's World Podcast <laughs> sponsoring Floyd. Hit me at Hodges. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We will all be yeah. at that after bar, yeah. cele- after party, celebrating that yeah. victory. Oh, two minutes between two minutes and thirty-five, or two minutes and forty-five yeah. seconds. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Leave some, leave some room for error. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we want everybody to come, come out, show out, have some fun. Yeah. Support this guy. Yeah, yeah. You man. know what? I mean, come watch him kick ass mm-hmm. and go to the after party, have some yeah. fun, maybe get some ass with yeah, all the yeah, ladies. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? Yeah. That's what the limo's for. That's what the limo's for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bane bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, that could be the beginning of your new porno production. <laughs> Bane bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, no, that's excellent. But um, yeah, but even speaking on what I even said just a minute ago with me. Been in Minnesota since 2012. Uh, I came here from Wisconsin, um, but I was originally born in Oklahoma or whatever. So I was born in okay. Oklahoma, came to Wisconsin when I was 16 in like 2002, and then Minnesota 2012. It's kind of a little bit of a timeline in my travels uh, that way. Uh, um, in Oklahoma, uh, I don't know things were crazy uh, growing up uh, as a child. They weren't at first, but uh, kind of uh, got a little hectic. Uh, dad. Kind of started going off the deep end, uh, become abusive. Mom ended up passing in '98, the day for my birthday, April 14th. Uh, so um, then after that, that was abusive to me, me and my sisters. Ended up getting into foster care, so I'm going through that system, going through all that from a mental, emotional, physical perspective, and then uh, end up coming up to Wisconsin. Uh, one of my aunts from my mom's side uh, was able to uh, get me. Uh, from uh, the Oklahoma foster care system transferred me to uh, Wisconsin. So, um, so yeah, so that's how I ended up in Wisconsin and just stayed there until 2012. And then, uh, so here I am now. So um, it was definitely a better decision for me to come up to uh, Wisconsin from Oklahoma, uh, for sure. A lot of opportunities and stuff that I've been able to have and been awarded definitely wouldn't have never been a thing staying in uh, Oklahoma as a yeah. foster kid growing up that way. Yeah, that's how I kind of, how my mom kind of felt um, when she moved us from Gary, Indiana, because there was no opportunities for two African American, yeah. two black men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no opportunity, so my mom moved yeah. us up here for better opportunities. So, yeah, Minnesota is, is a land of opportunity, man. Yeah, I mean, even even though there's been a lot of fuckery that's been going on the yeah. past couple, but yeah. it seems like it seems like the city has like the nice, calm vibe. Yeah, know? yeah. I say if you're around the right type of people, then then, then 
in good circles, I would say, yeah. for the most. Yeah, you, I mean, as a person of color, like, I mean, you're going to be fine that way, I would say. Yeah. And like I said, as Freddie just said, he obviously we've had a lot of different uh, shenanigans happening with yeah. Dante Wrights and George Floyd. Sure, and, yeah. Yeah, and all that type of stuff, whatever. But even as a person of color, uh, you do what you need to do. You're around the right type of people. You're career-oriented, goal-driven that way, whatever. Uh, you, 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 you'll be fine. It's uh, definitely good spots to network in and uh move up the corporate ladder uh that way that's why i was taking back myself just some of the moves i've been able to make uh that even wouldn't have been an opportunity even saying it was constant uh, yeah so um yeah like i said if you would ask me five or even eight years ago uh mm-hmm. would i be doing what i'm doing now that would have said you're lying <laughs> yes i said um but I actually even contribute a lot of what i am even now as an it professional to me being a fighter actually um i feel like because obviously going through false care and all that stuff that way, mm-hmm. just a lot of mental uh, trauma that you're dealing with, not knowing where you fit in or no real guidance in, it, in a lot of these uh, situations. So I felt like uh, when I first started getting into fighting, it started putting me on a different track, putting me around different type of people. And now that I'm around these different type of people who are doing more and elevated things with themselves, I'm around these people. So I'm like a sponge when I'm around different things. So I'm just picking up things, learning how people move and what they do and stuff. So I just kind of just pick those things up throughout my time and just apply what I could to myself to help me even grow um, as an IT professional as I am now. So um, so in essence, I actually uh, would say me getting into the cage and the ring is uh, a root reason for me being the person I am that way from a uh, career professional perspective that way. So, um, yeah, so it was all good stuff. So uh, I wouldn't, obviously, there's um, not all pictures of my life has been pretty, but I wouldn't really change it because it's uh, made me better and stronger. Yeah, it made, it made you what you are today. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. at the end of the day, no matter what struggles or no matter what struggles we go through, you know, no matter what, I mean, it made you who the man or woman that you are, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. nobody's life is perfect. You know, I mean, there is stuff I struggle with, you know, I mean, so, um, but I just try to wake up every day and be better than I was yesterday. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's how I like to say it. So, um, yeah, that's all you can do. You know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Um, when you're just going through a lot of a lot of times you're not going to see the light at the end of the tunnel you just have to make sure and just whatever decision you're making now is going to be the better decision for you and then that eventually at some point you're going to be where you're trying to be at following that ideology so yeah so yeah so no i definitely uh think that's the way to go and to better yourself as a person yep so keep your head up people no matter what you're going through there's always light at the end of the tunnel no matter what yeah. You know, yeah. no matter if you bar- if you're battling alcoholism, um, mm-hmm. breakup, mm-hmm. um, just whatever, there's always light at yeah. the end of the tunnel, and there's just help out there. You know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, another thing too, even just with just making sure one uh, every step I take is just for the better, even not knowing the light at the end of the tunnel. One thing I always spoke on too was just uh not making myself, uh, not putting myself in a disposable position, whatever. So like, for example, in Janesville, Wisconsin, where I'm uh, from, Janesville slash Blake, Wisconsin, kind of from both. They're like only two miles apart, so same difference. <laughs> but uh, um, a lot of people there, it's a, it's a industrial town, whatever. So, okay. I mean, you get paid good money for some of the stuff you're doing, but not really developing any real job skills. And so just like 
when I think it was 07, 08. Yeah, around there, it was like 07, 08 when uh, General Motors uh, closed. And there was a lot of other companies that were supported by General Motors actually closed by then. So um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, depression going on around that area during that time because these people had these higher than normal lives because they were getting paid good money doing what they're doing for the simple tasks. But you say you can't take th- that type of job training, I guess I'll say for like better terms and go somewhere else and expect to make that same type of money. You can't do that. So yeah. even when I was living there, um, had the opportunity to work at some of those types of places, I never uh, wanted, I never wanted to get myself into that type of mindset. So even doing my downtime, I, mm-hmm. I always had this mindset that like, there's something better still. I'm yeah. not going to uh, tie myself down that way. And that's that's how I feel are a, a lot of people are like that to this day, you yeah. know, because there's people out there that that are working that I don't want to say dead end jobs, but they feel like they're there's something out there more for them. Yeah. You know, and there's also with COVID has been have well uh, well starting to open up more, but, but when COVID is going on, a lot of jobs were were yeah. hiring. So yeah, people yeah. were just like kind of kind of stuck where they were. So they were like, I just I gotta do this, you know, I gotta pay yeah, the bill. Yeah, so yeah. Now stuff is starting to open up a little more. People are like, okay, there's something yeah. more out there. And even going back to that, even not making myself disposable, I, because that's where I was going. It was uh, I never would have thought that me keeping that type of mentality would have uh, enabled me to stay employed uh, gainfully on top of that uh, throughout something like a pandemic like this, for example. I mean, obviously, as Freddie was saying here, that uh, – um, thousands if not millions maybe of uh, people yeah. that's out of work and stuff and can't get can't get other jobs and things like that but, but with the position i'm in it's just been strong and steady and uh no real change uh too much that way so yeah um so it's just crazy that i've been able to position myself like that especially given my background where i've just come from uh some people may say that some of the feats that um i've uh, been through or some of the things yeah. that i've been able to Milestones I've been able to uh, overcome and work-wise is just natural. But again, coming from my type of background and being able to do that type of stuff or whatever, it's honestly it's unheard of. Whatever, even coming from foster kids' perspective, yeah. I mean, success rate of foster kids are actually just like below ten percent. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, is- yeah. So, so um, sometimes I uh, every now and again I actually stop. I'm like, damn, I really have done a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. so- yeah, so be sorry for cutting you off. No, 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 yeah. no, you're right. So um, just go ahead and promote that fight one last time before we get up out of here. Where can they see the fight at? Where's the after party? Yeah, so again, yeah, so <laughs> the fight, again, May 8th, Medina Ballroom, um, or the Medina Event Center, you'll see it if you Google it. It's the same difference, it doesn't matter. Um, anyways, there, May 8th, day before Mother's Day, Mother's Day, Malay, if you want to go to Eventbrite and buy tickets that way. Or you can contact me on Facebook or Instagram, Floyd the Hitman Hodges. My name on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is uh, um, Hitman underscore Hodges on Instagram. So you can find me that way. Uh, We can link up uh, and give you what you need that way. Yeah, we can go from there. But uh, yeah, but two minutes, 45 seconds, two minutes, 35 seconds, somewhere in between there. We will be expecting the KO. So be ready for it. Be prepared. Yep. Be there on time because you don't want to miss it. Yeah, no, this is not CP time, everybody. <laughs> White folks, too. I'm talking to you. Man. It's not CP time. Be there on time. No, definitely. Now, yeah. any quick shout outs you want to give out real quick? Yeah, again, uh, shout outs to Hemingway, uh, Social, Uptown Curl, uh, MMA Hair Hunters, Macoon's Martial Arts. Um, 
Uh, yeah, no, yeah. So that's about it. Uh, Elite Entertainment too. Let's uh, throw throw them out there. Uh, Croft Enterprises actually want to throw them out there too. So um, yeah, no, a lot of those guys have been around uh, supporting me through this. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, nothing but love for everybody. So. Yep, and I just want to shout out just everybody. If you're doing something positive, keep it up. These are still trying times, and just remember, um, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and we're all God's children. Yeah, let's act like humans and not animals. I'm gonna end it at that. You yeah. know, so <laughs> thank you for coming, exactly. Floyd, to Hitman Hodges. Yes, sir. And don't forget. Support this guy. We go be there deep in the fights. I want to see y'all there, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's see it. Everybody have a good Monday now.